0: I'm a late bloomer, third year
1: on the scene. 20 racks don't feel like nothing to me. Came on the streets to turn me to a beast. I'm Tell
2: you what, 20 racks feel like a lot to me right now. Me crush- what's he talking about shit.
1: 1200 feel like a lot man <laughs> Stim- y- stimulus did anyone like get your stimulus be. check shit nah no? Sam did Sam got hers of course cause she and he did <laughs> all of us independent contractors <laughs> <laughs> we ain't gonna see them shit to, to, the, to the back end <laughs> oh, well.
3: have you guys checked on the status of your I don't know no. how to I, I refuse to.
2: Yeah. It, it'll be there when it's <laughs> it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll get there when
2: you yeah. <laughs> can't do anything with it
3: anyway <laughs> right. Uncle Donald's got to put his name on it first yeah. And then you'll get it it's
2: Papa, Papa Donald <laughs> Papa
3: Don that, Donald. Oh, it's refreshing to have some new music Yeah Indeed, indeed Well, since we haven't had any music picks in a while We had to start you off with some new music Something new Nav uh, featuring Gunna and Travis Scott Turks I'm assuming that's for Turks and uh, What is that? Caicos? Caicos so You yeah. how it goes? Um, Joe, you've been to Turks and Caicos, yeah?
2: I don't think so Oh No, I think we went to another island St. Mi- Martin Mykonos We went to Saint, We to definitely went to Mykonos a few times <laughs> Man, That's
1: where the honeymoon is at, baby See Mykonos? It's Mykonos and um,
2: Mykonos is hot
1: uh, And Santorino. Santorino
3: Santorino Yeah Heard that in a rap somewhere Yeah So yeah, we're back. Yes. We're sir. here,
2: baby. Live and well. We're kicking. Kicking it,
3: social distanced, at least from myself to Rel.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh what a what a good episode feeling, 42. Baby. Oh, yeah. Introduce yeah. Mickey D's podcast, episode <laughs> 42. 42. We are back, mm-hmm. baby, feeling healthy, feeling mm-hmm. good. Yep. Positive energy. Absolutely. Lots of energy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh lead you through the way. So yeah, how are we feeling, fellas?
2: Good. Good. Uh Girlfriend check. Go, Girl, man. You know You know everything's You know everything's good over here.
1: You still perfect. Uh <laughs> Don't try to find. Don't try to find no flaws in my relationship, Joe.
3: Right. I'm
2: not trying to find. Let, let me live. Let me live.
1: I'm not let around me, me you enough
2: to search for any. Let I'm not just gonna assume some shit. I can. Question. I, I don't. I don't want you to assume. I, I, I will. I'll question if a question comes up. By all means, you know you have every right to that. Okay. How's your relationship? You guys good? We're good. Good. Yeah, yeah. I think. Nothing new Nothing new Yeah that Mike sound, how's your relationship That doesn't
3: sound exciting at all
2: Well cause I'm thinking As we're talking And yeah there's nothing Nothing, nothing at nothing all Nothing new No just bike The usual bike rides yeah. Around the neighborhoods mm-hmm. um,
1: Casing people's Cribs out You know Just in yeah. case this, The purge happens
3: You guys <laughs> haven't learned Like a, a new interest Of theirs Or something that they're into Or like Oh know. no I definitely learned Some shit about my girl <laughs> If
1: you could talk about you know. Oh no, nah, yeah, I'm not gonna put her on blast. I don't do that. Okay,
3: all right. <laughs> no like favorite albums or like
1: Oh, I mean we're 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 both into music, so obviously at the beginning of the relationship, your common interests obviously right. take uh the forefront. So we've been knowing about like each other's, you know, music background because okay. that's what we're into. But all right. yeah. you know, just other little things. Start to not know. bad things. I'm not saying bad things. Yeah,
3: but, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, for yeah, sure. Nah. But, you know, just in-depth, I guess, now. Yeah, exactly. Since you have plenty of time.
2: Well, what have you learned about your new girlfriend, Mickey?
3: Uh, you know, we've just... We're still in that learning curve, man. Just trying to get to mm-hmm. know each other from now a distance. To flatten the
2: curve? Huh? You're trying to flatten the curve?
3: Flatten the curve. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Trying to do my part, you know. not can take not, that in
1: so many ways. <laughs> yeah. I know. And I'm not going to go the way
3: he, he tried to direct me towards. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, hit the carpool lane. And, <laughs>
2: Well, you know, if there's nothing to learn, then there's no curve. If there's nothing else to learn, then there's no curve. True. It just depends on how well you know her.
3: Just trying to flatten it. Do you feel
2: like
1: you've been been in a relationship longer than all of us sitting here? mm -hmm. Do you feel like you still learn stuff about Sam, your significant other? Yeah. Yeah?
2: Yeah. Always something to learn. Always something that comes up from the past or something that, you know, they may have not been comfortable telling you. The silliest things, you know?
1: Yeah, I imagine new things always are going to. As the person, as two people evolve, new things obviously, new things evolve as well. Yeah, so it's always case. You
3: know? Yeah, it's, it's same with any friendship, right? Absolutely. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> um. Any any new adventures? Adventures? Yeah. Oh, how how are you doing uh, on the book? Um, how to learn or the art of learning?
1: Oh, I finished that already. I finished. It takes what it takes. I am now reading. Um, it's contagious. By Jonah Berg. There it is. All right. Huh?
3: How's that going?
1: Uh, it's good. It's basically about, um, helps, it's more on the, on the business side of things and yeah. how do you get things to be, how do things just catch on as far as like word of mouth? How do you market things? How, you know, um, just in general, like, you know, you run a store and, how you get your business to catch on heat? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like if you want to start a small business, whether it's big corporation or small business, just how to get your name out there, how to utilize certain resources, et cetera. So it's dope. You know what I mean? And yeah. it just basically talks about how word of mouth is the biggest resource you could possibly have. You know, people spend, companies spend millions and millions of dollars on marketing uh, campaigns and stuff like that. And, you know, some of the mid-level companies will just use small tactics like word of mouth and just getting out there and, their product will blow up a l- larger than, you know, with a big corporation who spent millions of dollars on marketing and shit like that. So it's actually dope. It's pretty dope learning a lot of stuff. So
2: Yeah, w- w- with you saying that, it makes me wonder if the larger companies are spending that money knowing they won't have a- as big of an impact because they're not very creative, but they just want to show their bosses, hey, we're trying. We're, 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 we That's we possible. have a, a, x amount of money to put towards marketing and we're we're at least we're trying and it's maybe it's doing okay yeah but and then they're gonna ask well why is that company doing better yeah like well you know they're word of mouth you know like i don't know it's just makes me wonder um why those companies like it, it makes me think of in and out they haven't updated their menu in like Whatever they have never updated the their menu. If it's not
1: broke, don't fix it. <laughs> you
2: know? But and they just continue to push the same product, but yeah. it's the most lucrative of all the fast food joints, right?
3: I think it's just because it's a good quality product. Yeah, right. And, yeah. But
1: and at the same time, it's a regional thing. Like In and Out is not on the East Coast, right? You know, like a major corporation, who its competitor would be like a McDonald's or a, a supply King. and demand. But, you know but those, yeah.
2: those bigger companies always have to put out a new product. They always have to put out a new burger or bring something back. And and, yeah. and as opposed to focusing on keeping what we have, and and using and figuring out other ways to just continue to bring people back, as opposed to putting more money into creating something new. Yeah, I, mean, I think
1: I, that could fall under being that some, a bigger corporation is more of a global brand than you know something like an In and Out, for example, is regional, so they have less yeah you know they have less to you
3: know if worry you, about if you compare the numbers between McDonald's and, and now, it's like astronomical yeah pretty much I think but I hear what you're saying, I hear what you're saying so uh-huh. they have to shell out that that money to and be more creative and and do scam games and you know do different things that'll entice different you know geographical locations yeah yeah and demands' numbers are just it's crazy, it's night and day, yeah you know. You know? And you gotta think about like not everybody can afford an in out burger every day. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you can afford a McDonald's burger every day. Yeah, you could, you know. And so obviously the quality there changes. But you know, and and then I think that also goes to um, you know, when companies look at each other, it's so important that you compare to uh companies that have like the equivalent level of um revenue and expenses, right? Because you can't really like like as Mag Park, I can't look at Foot Locker as an example. Like, why are they doing these activations and different things even during this time? Right. Yeah. They've closed their their physical stores. Mm-hmm. But and they could for furlough 90% of their business or 90% of their employees, but they they're probably still kicking in. A hundred grand a day or two, three hundred thousand dollars a day in gross revenue
1: because they have a great online presence. They have a great online
3: website, but their overhead is also probably large and their inventory is larger. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So if I have a fraction of their inventory and a fraction of whatever, you know, you have to get creative in that sense. And sometimes creative, you know, for them is a team of five people. Creative for me is me, you know? So it's like, how do you figure it out? I think what's great is. And you reading that book is understanding you as a small business owner and a exactly. brand representative, right? And I think every DJ is a small business owner at the end of the day, right? You're a business. So, how do you sell yourself? How do you keep people active? How do you constantly put out content? Like, I got, I'm thinking about it now. Like, I got to check myself because I'm not even posting or putting enough content out because I'm so caught up in other things, right? Yeah. But I can't let go or get off the gas just because you know attention is elsewhere yeah because it's important so i think reading something like that or understanding how that works is, is important because it, it's different for everybody and every crowd every demographic
2: you yeah. know yeah yeah, yeah yeah um the art of learning my friend i, I recommended that book to a friend and he's been in, he's been um hitting me up like giving me updates on his thoughts and whatever yeah, yeah. This is a very highly intelligent dude. And on one note, he said, Yo, I I, I love the uh, chapter 17 where he says, um, where, he, where Josh Waiskin, the author, talks to a businessman or coaches a businessman mm. and he says, you know, what what puts you in a, a happy place or, you know, in, in a good space? He said, the th- playing with my kid. Mm. So so before every meeting, he would play with this kid. Yeah. And then there was more added to it. So he would uh, meditate for, I think, 15 minutes, um, listen to Bob Dylan for 10 minutes. Yeah, he made that his routine before he... he, he created a routine, routine of multiple things yeah. going into every meeting, which put him in that zone. And yeah. it was like, he killed every meeting because yeah. of that routine. And then he got it to where he um, he became more efficient about it. He didn't need to listen to... Bob Dylan for ten minutes. Exactly, the thought of he Bob was, Dylan put him in that. He space. was
1: he was able to alter it due to his circumstance at the time. Yeah, you know the, what the I mean?
2: thought of playing with this kid put him in that zone. Exactly, to where he can just snap his finger and be in that zone and be, and be ready. And, to he, enter. And, my, and my friend reminded me of that. I was like, damn, like yeah, like that's.
1: Yo, that, that book, that right book was dope. <laughs> you that can get your mind, your brain to do that. Yeah, that book was dope. And I think it takes what it takes. It's similar. They, you know, they're yeah. very similar books as far as like what your mindset is and um, how to approach every situation in life and how you can use the same routine or whatever. And like you said, Josh from um, The Art of Learning, he had this routine about meditating, eating eating certain things or whatever yeah. before he entered every match, you know what I mean? When yeah. he got into... Um, uh, tai Chi. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, one of the put in the, his first push hands battle, he said that he ate the food that was offered at the battle, and it was too heavy, and it was all greasy. And, yeah. But purposely, it was greasy because where they have the battle, they they It gives you the competitor a disadvantage yeah, to their because they do it over stars. um in
1: uh, Asia, correct? I, I think and it's I, Taipei or came, something like that. So yeah, Taiwan.
2: I think it's Taiwan. So, but when he would have chess matches, he would he would eat five um almonds in between matches and that was good enough to get him through because if he ate too much of anything he it would just mentally he yeah, he'd get sluggish be yeah. slumped over um, so yeah that um, i thought that was interesting retouch it made me want to read the book again I, I actually dipped back into the infinite mindset by um simon Sinek um just to uh just just to like in a time like this where you, you have to um, think infinitely as opposed to finite because you're only going to get so far if you, if you think in a finite mindset, but you got to prepare and and build for something that's going to last long. So I got back into that. Then I started, um, a new book called peak performance, which is very fascinating. Um, what I've gathered so far is the individuals that, um, That create manageable challenges Mm -hmm. Those are the ones that Have more success As opposed to the guys that burn out Or Mm. Or or practice to burn out That will only get you so far In the long run Especially One of the authors of the book At the time Broke the high school Mile record At four minutes and one second Mm. And he was Just He was that that kid that i mean not like any other kid but went to bed early ate every did everything right yeah. for this moment and he never after that you would think oh he's just going to get bigger and stronger or faster he never beat that time again because he burned out mm. so there's something to how you um prepare and how you uh, and what you do for yourself another thing I, I, that made me think was stress Obviously, this is a time of stress, and um, I connected with it because of what's going on now. And um, they say that the people that look at stress and see it as a challenge live longer and become stronger in the fields that they're focusing, as opposed to the people that see stress as something that's going to ultimately kill them or hinder them, hurt them, etc. So if you see the stress of what's going on, think of it like this. When we go lift weights, mm-hmm. we're stressing our muscles, right? But we're stressing them to get stronger. We're not stressing them to kill ourselves, right? Yeah. The brain is the same thing. Mm. The mindset is the same thing. So if you look at your stressful situations as a tool to grow and exercise, then you will you will become quicker in your thoughts. Your critical thinking will be stronger. You'll be all around emotionally, mental, mentally, physically stronger. Yeah. So. That was one of the um, fascinating
1: things about yeah. the book. I think um, I wish um, the one thing I wish, especially with these two books, the art, the art of learning, and it takes what it takes, is I wanted to, I would like to read or find some type of material to um, engage in that similar thinking, similar you know uh, mindsets from these two individuals, mm-hmm. but them coming from a different type of situation of growing up, like maybe someone. Like an author coming from a broken home, mm-hmm. and then applying that that same mindset, and then talk about the obstacles that he or she went through to get to that mindset coming from a broken home. Because yeah. both authors seem like they had a very well-off family, you know what I mean, financially wise. Both parents were still yeah, there. Yeah, that's fair. They talk highly about their dads being, you know, highly influ- influences in their in their lives. So, and I, I mean, that's great. You know what I mean. I'm not yeah. taking anything away from that. I yeah, think yeah. that's dope. But you know, just to be able to see someone who maybe came from just a different scenario situation and how they overcame those obstacles and still be able to apply that mindset and yeah. be as successful with it as yeah. these two uh, authors were.
2: Well, let, let me encourage you to look at it like this. So Trevor Moad had cancer at one point.
1: Yes, he did. You are correct. Okay, yep. so I don't And his know. dad passed away at like, I think in his early 20s or something like that, correct? Or early 30s, I'm not mistaken? Yes.
2: Yeah, somewhere, somewhere around there, yeah. yeah. So I don't know how you measure this. I don't know how you calculate it but you can argue that that uh, a significant amount of stress is just as e- you know from from cancer is just as equal as a significant amount of stress growing up in the hood or si- significant amount of stress of losing someone when you're young yeah stress is stress right it, it's it gets trickier when you try to say this weighs more because because my situation is more serious than that Yeah, situation. you can never compare
1: the two. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I think it's hard to compare so, the two. So
2: I, I do agree that there'll probably be more of a connection to certain people if, if it was someone that grew up in the hood or projects or whatever. But I think if you just, if you're really trying to understand the individual story, I think it's just connecting with whatever they were going through and just understanding that it's all kind of the same yeah. in regards to how heavy or how it can hit you or impact someone. Yeah. We we add and, and romanticize and we alter things because it makes our story better or mm-hmm. it helps in a, a number of different ways. But end of the day, you know, if it's bad, it's bad. If yeah. it, if it yeah. helps, you know what I mean? Like, so I guess there's just different ways of looking at
1: it. Yeah. So, I mean, both great books. I really enjoyed them. Um, I burned through them quick. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I mean we had time, so I was like, I burned through them and then I was like, Let me take a break before I read through a whole fucking library. But I still, I obviously picked up Contagious and um this is a great book as well. I just wanted to go a different route as yeah. far as like what I've been reading. Um and it's been a great book, man. I'm I'm happy I'm waiting to share like knowledge with these guys and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um
3: but yeah. Right on, right on. What was the next topic? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, what else are we talking about on this beautiful... Hey, by the way, it, the weather out here has been amazing. Man, last
3: week. thank you. Yeah. You know what? That's why I purposely wore shorts today. Just yeah. to let everybody to let people know. People like,
2: know.
3: Yo, when I walked outside, it was nice. It was Yesterday warm. Yesterday was beautiful. Yesterday was hot. A, I've had a hoodie in my car that I was like, I brought it into my car and I was just like, I don't need this shit. <laughs> it's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Which kind of makes it a little tougher at the same time, yes, out.
1: that was my mindset going into this because when this all started, it rained for like four days straight.
0: Yeah, and I was saying to
1: wifey, I was like, "At least it's not nice outside because then you'd be pissed." Yeah, because you want to go outside, but you you know you have technically have to stay at home. But then <laughs> right. I was like, "Yo, I'm over the rain, bro." I was yeah. like, "We need some sun, man." If it, you know, for us who have yards or people who have balconies and stuff yeah. like that, it's dope just to be sitting outside and at least. Yeah, we don't have to be out and about in the street, but to get outside and enjoy it, you know, have a little barbecue and shit like that. So be able to do that, I think it's so dope. For sure. Yeah.
2: yeah. I'll make my lunch shake and just go sit in the, sit the backyard. Sit outside. Yeah. Just, just
1: I've been way up.
2: more active with
1: my dogs now <laughs> than I have, like, you know, obviously when it's raining and shit, but. Just
3: looking at yeah. you like, damn fool, ain't you leaving? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, I went on my, um, we took our dogs for a walk twice yesterday. Yeah. She uh Sam took the first leg because I was working on some shit. And then Sun was going down. I'm like, yo, it looks so gorgeous. I was like and it's nice. Like, let's do another lap so I yeah. went out again. But, nice, nice. Yeah, shout out to the weather. Shout out
3: to the weather. I oh, know it's finally looking good. Yeah. Uh stimulus checks definitely have arrived.
2: Yep. Not, not, not mine. My checks. Not <laughs> yours.
3: <laughs> um I don't think did you guys file your taxes for nineteen yet? No.
1: no. Nineteen, no, because we're they're not doing until July.
3: Yeah. Right. But eighteen,
1: they're saying if you filed your taxes for eighteen,
3: I don't qualify for eighteen. That's you what
1: uh, you're in the system. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I filed I filed months for eighteen.
3: Yeah, we
1: filed an extension, but we got them done and everything. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean, again, I'm not Joe and I were talking. We were talking about it earlier. I'm not holding my breath for it. Like, yeah, when it comes, it comes. If it comes, it comes. If not, yeah. man, it is what it is.
3: Yeah, no, I'm sure it'll it'll pop up. It'll it might just might be a hard check. I hear you can uh, put in your direct deposit. Yeah, but my fear, you know, is that uh, if they they got your direct deposit information, they can also pull money out. So mm-hmm. <laughs> don't need that's, to give them all how, the information. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. <laughs> how they get you. That's how they don't get, don't get you. That, right? No, I'm just gonna, just gonna leave that out. Yeah. Um. All right. Good. Well, I, you know, hopefully everybody's spending it wisely. It is for your expenses.
2: What, so. Well, what how, how do you feel about companies trying to get you to spend that money on their shit? That's a great More question. More
3: power to them. Because we've had a conversation. I, we, I asked you that because I wanted to do like, yo, get an extra $100, $150 if you spend $1,200 yeah. with us. But, yeah. you know, some people are going through different battles that other people aren't. Hey, I mean, I,
1: you have to understand these guys, these people, are they're you guys are businesses. So business is going to do what's best for their business. So yeah. they have to, like, they have to get, Sales, you know what I mean,
2: like, and not everybody is struggling to where they need exactly. That you know, check, people. So
1: people, there are people that are still out there working and are, are still being able to work and you know still have an income coming in. So obviously, these people are still out there buying stuff and trying to live a normal as much of as normal life as they possibly can. So, yeah. I mean, more power to companies. Listen, people just got twelve hundred dollars. They
3: are gonna act ignorant with it. So, right. listen, come act ignorant over here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and people are like, you know, there's a lot of people that got their expenses kind of either delayed or put off, or there's no interest on their credit card payments. Yeah. You know? yeah, shout out to the the Apple credit card. You know what I mean? Like two months in a row, hey, no problem. We don't expect a payment. Just click yes and yes, you're good to go. You know, like, and you know, there's some landlords who who are chilling out.
1: I mean, it's. I mean, they. I think at this point, landlords don't have no choice because they already passed the bill that people can't get evicted. <laughs> so, yeah.
3: What, what are you going to do? But the, there's still a, a battle, right? Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's Absolutely. still landlord I mean, yeah. I saw that like one of the things I was trending was like landlords asking for sexual favors in oh, return for payments. And <laughs> it's on. just getting to that point, you know what I'm saying? Or like how
1: much do you love your son? <laughs> Not enough to pay his fucking rent.
3: <laughs>
2: Your mom was that Forrest gum. Your mom really loves your mom, really wants you to go to that school.
3: <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, it's getting bad. And, and there's like a thousand um, I don't know how many new hundreds of thousands of new uh OnlyFans uh, users now. I've so, never been on OnlyFans. I mean, you don't need to, I don't think anybody needs yeah. oh, to, but okay. I'm just saying, I mean, I, it is I, a thing. I
1: feel ashamed saying that because it's people are really talking about it and on it, and I'm just like, I've yeah. never been
3: on it. I mean, look, Pornhub is free. Uh, and their premium is free right now. Oh, shit. So if OnlyFans expects people to just jump on, I think it's a different story. It takes feels like it takes a lot of effort to to do it.
2: Well, but, Simba says she's making a lot of money off of OnlyFans right now. Oh, that's now. that one girl, right? I, I don't, never, know I don't she, even know bro, what bro, she like. I know her from the Joe Right, I don't, I don't even know who that is. I've been hearing a
1: lot. Like, girls have really been... Um, making some real money off of OnlyFans like, and I mean yo more power to you because I've this, seen is, this is y'all time to shine <laughs> like, I've seen like, the
3: screenshots not yeah. of the girls of their money <laughs> <laughs> people are they about their money so go ahead and, and get yours man I mean Speak. think about it if you show a couple titties and whatever and you're bringing in 20 grand a month after fees and after whatever yeah
2: can you screenshot those pictures on OnlyFans I'm sure. I'm sure you could. There's, yeah, I just want because to... it's like if if I wh- who's to say if you had an account and I wanted to share with you, I just say make you just send me the the pictures.
3: Are you saying so like?
2: You know, like all right. You share so let's pool. say so let's
3: say there's four of us in here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, all right, pitch me five bucks. Yeah. And we'll yeah. have let's a subscription to this that. girl, and then I'll just screenshot it and then I'll send it to you guys.
2: Yeah. So, the, so fans hasn't figured out a way. There's always a way around the system. Around around that. Yeah, no. I mean,
3: legally, I'm sure there's like a copyright issue with the news. <laughs> but, but nobody, I don't think there's anything set up against like a local, you know, group chat. Yeah. But that's already happening with girls who are not OnlyFans. fans. Yeah. Not our group I chat because I've never been. I just didn't know <laughs> if they I. figured just, that out. Just to clarify, <laughs> <laughs> because then relationship check next week is going to be different, <laughs> right? <laughs>
2: no, Sam would only get upset if I didn't share with her. Yeah, if, if I had like pictures of naked girls and I didn't show them to her, she would be ups- more Same. upset about that than me.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wifey, she 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 would watch like Demon Hours with me. She would watch Tori Lane shit with me. She'd be like, "What's Tori doing?" I'm like, "This is what this fool is up to
3: today." Yeah, I don't know. Still won't send it to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I can see how somebody could start like a little pool of like people. I mean,
1: that's what y'all were doing with uh, DJ City's uh, account, right?
2: <laughs> we do not encourage that, bro. <laughs> we do not, we not encourage nah, that. I'm sure what everyone, that's you know, what everyone's doing with Netflix. I'm sure DJs that's were doing that. <laughs>
3: and they're probably doing it right now. Yeah, of course. of course. That's what we do with my Hulu. Of, Fuck. Oh, of Exactly.
1: Course. Everyone's got someone's Hulu or Netflix account, someone yeah. that'll listen. Listen, I chip you a little bit of money. We split it, and we ain't got to, you know? So Shit. That's, that's, I guess those are things that you can't really avoid, and you
3: just accept it. Oh, that. no, Joe. Until I get my stimulus, I'm about to start hitting it you for a Hulu invoice. In there, half, half a little dick. <laughs> Shit got different. I used to pay for my staff's lunch every single day, and I was getting to that point where I was like, uh, yeah, no, I'm going to pay for this one on my own. <laughs> it's just my order. Yeah, you guys got
2: your own, right? Cool.
3: <laughs> can't afford y'all guys today. <laughs> Oh man That's funny But that does Remind me that You know It's a good time To not have morals It's yeah. just It's a really good time Because if you want To get that attention It seems like it's not That hard to get Well
2: what would you guys do If you didn't have morals
3: That's a setup question bro <laughs>
2: No it's It's okay You're in a safe space What would you do What There's a camera You anybody. said
1: there's a safe space With a camera in the room anybody.
2: What would you do what? If you didn't I'm have morals i not tell
3: nobody This is not leaving the thousands of watchers. I don't
1: even know, bro. I'm not. I don't know because I'm not in that mindset. So
3: it would take me a while to. kind Can of Can you get just
2: get creative mindset. and say something ridiculous? I don't and, know. And what could I? No what could, I do? What could ever, I do? Have you ever? Have you
3: ever recorded yourself uh, doing sexual things? Sam like with Sam and I girl? would start yeah, an OnlyFans yeah, account if I had
2: no morals. If you had we no morals, you would start an OnlyFans account.
3: You'd start an OnlyFans.
2: Account. I would start it, and I would tell her we're gonna be. Ridiculous.
3: Oh, so it'd be it'd be your OnlyFans account.
2: Yeah, and she would. Play so, you could
3: rotate. So, features. you're saying people if I don't have start,
2: morals, she doesn't have morals. That's what I'm saying. So, now it com, kind of comes over for like people who start
1: only uh, OnlyFans account, don't have morals.
3: Wait,
2: but that, <laughs> if you have your no, own don't. OnlyFans account, <laughs> said, no,
3: that they means they you're don't. posting shit with just yourself.
2: I could, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Mike, there are a lot of lonely women out there,
3: I, and, and lonely men.
2: men. <laughs> So, man, I'm dude. sure there's a lot lonely men there. Well, what if I start OnlyFans account? And I had more men, male subscribers. They might block I can your account.
3: <laughs> no, I can see that.
2: Uh, okay, so, okay you, you bro, wanted, so like, would you go rob someone? Would <laughs> you like? What would you guys do? Would you rob someone? Would you? Nah, I, I don't. I don't feel comfortable
1: robbing people. I never want to take from somebody because you don't know what they have or what they don't have. Yeah, I mean, unless I knew that they were. Was- they were well off. Then all you right, start cool. I'm selling gonna stick you up. Yo, have
3: you seen that video where a dude pulls up on some guy at a door with a gun to his head, turns around, he's like, oh, wow. what's up? My boy, he gives him a hug and then jumps back on the motorcycle and's like, never mind. Like, doesn't robble? Oh, I gotta send that to you. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Sounds
2: he, terrible. He like,
3: accidentally like, pulled up, he pulled up on his homie. He's like, oh shit, oh, my bad.
2: Okay, that's funny.
3: Um, morals, yeah. Now, I'd probably, with launder money. Mm. Um, I think I know enough guys who have money that they don't need to be doing. Maybe I shouldn't be saying this out loud. Yeah,
2: but well, you're incriminating yourself.
3: Giving yourself ideas. No, but I have it? morals. Like I would not, I can't, I just can't. Think of the wildest shit you. that you but look Think about it though. Look, like let's let's hey, say all right so hey, guys, when just, the feds is
1: knocking on these two niggas doors. Cause
2: I have no, fans no, again. No,
1: but think about
3: it. No, no, more, think about I'm it more <him>. It's like strippers because, dressed because up because I'm
2: charging 19.99. <laughs> 99 Strippers dressed up as fans. Go <laughs> <laughs> call it. Hey, call it? Call hey, whatever gets the clicks. Escort, or escorts only. I'll start an escort service.
3: Um, no, I just think like, I don't know, man. Like, let, oh, yeah, this is what I was going to bring up. So call it what five years ago, seven years ago. Um, if you were growing cannabis yeah. or if you were doing anything weed-related, it was legal. Yeah. Like, and frowned upon and not—you couldn't just be like— You said illegal. Illegal, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, if you had X amount of a weed on you or you couldn't go buy it, like, you know, but clearly, um, more like, morally, that was considered right. immoral at the time. Right. Now, all those early, you know, growers— on how fucking rich. Yeah. yeah. Because they produced a, a good product and have been able to supply um, in a legal matter, maybe not federally, but in legal matter, they've been able to provide for dispensaries and things like that, right? So the things have shifted. And so I don't know, is there room for something that's considered immoral? That will shift Like I I truly think Nudes Are not gonna be Immoral In another year or two
2: Yeah It's gonna be
1: seen as How rock. So Okay so When they When they're not Because it's immoral, so What easy. would that What would that look like What What would that look like When If If the time comes They become um, Immoral What would that look like What would
3: nudes look like Well cause think about it Right like <laughs> this, is good. this is going down a very funny path but let's think about this how many nudes have you seen in black and white in black and white yeah like like not many
1: yeah right? I mean literally black not just black <laughs> not, not just <laughs> black girls or white <laughs> I'm girls I'm right? this about race <laughs> oh. no at all. From <laughs> I would never <laughs> do that <laughs> but like from
3: how the- many nudes do you see from the 50s right not many nah. right, right, right. 60s not many right yeah. and then Playboy comes out Playboy magazine and then it's the Playboy hour and then there's Playboy TV and then now there's like and then pornography, right? Like mm-hmm. I haven't seen, you know,
2: a the evolution of of monetizing the naked body.
3: Yes. Yeah. and sexual activity. Yeah. Right? And so fast forward, like now these girls don't even need a production company to to pay them to get naked. Yeah. They might have been getting to three four thousand dollars I only know this because we used to work we have a good friend who was in the industry yep. um, as a producer yeah. and so um show producer and um you know you kind of knew the rates now these girls literally could not have a dick around them and still get twenty grand a month right the, the woman yeah. body is a beautiful thing yeah. not disagreeing <laughs> with you but but it's now shifted where there's going to be – there's teenagers right now who are probably looking at all this stuff, paying a subscription, and it's just going to be regular. And when they have kids, they've experienced different things. Their morals have changed. Over the years, I would say it's pretty safe to say, like, if your kid – if you guys had kids, none of us had kids, so this is hard for us to – let's ask Sean. Sean does have a Mike. You have a kid. If you walk in on him listening to a, hit, a record and he's like reciting every lyric, including the curse words, <laughs> how you feeling? Look, because I'm... Look, this would go so many different ways. First of all, I remember the first time I got in trouble for listening to a record and having a, a curse word to mm-hmm. literally tell you it was... Um, it's part of Jermaine Dupri I was about
1: to say some Nelly song <laughs>
3: close enough <laughs> I started listening to hip hop a little before Nelly okay thanks it just happens to be no a-
1: I'm just saying that right was
3: alright nah it was uh, Money Ain't a Thing mm-hmm. and I uh, what's the name of the album 19 19- it curses in that song here it is here you go and that's what I'm saying eating crab, watching bitches shake shit all night Um, that in, it's in uh, JD's verse yeah And Mm. I remember my dad, because it was my CD. (laughs) CD, people. Compact disc. Compact disc. It was the cheapest form of putting out music at the time. Anyway, I remember having that. And then he just turns it off. And you guys both know my dad. The Mm. nicest guy (laughs) in the world. Like, just funny as shit. And he just goes what The fuck is that?
0: the He's like,
3: No, 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 that, no, 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 no. I see no, and he's like, Don't listen to that. And I was like, What? It was one word. He goes, Yeah, he's like, But you're he's like, You're gonna learn a bunch of battle. I was like, Oh my god. Anyway, he confiscated the CD and off of one word. So, like, but like, I'm thinking in my head, All right, cool. Like, I was in probably. Sixth grade, seventh grade, something yeah. like that. And like, I'm like, would I have a problem? My sixth or seventh grader was listening to like a song that had a curse word in it. Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess it all depends I just think, on that. But I think if you if you thought about the times you were listening to the records, you were listening to right, and and how your your dad probably approached to your ability, I'm thinking you're a little more flexible than how your dad was. I would assume. Okay. So I think that shift continuously happens through generations. And so at some yeah, point yeah, yeah. that will happen not only like pornography at at well, I was in middle school or high school. I mean, to this day, it's probably still considered like, yo, nah. Yeah. But it's mm. gonna become more norm. It's gonna yeah. be more everywhere. I think it's
1: more normal now. Kids yeah. are in the middle of class watching Pornhub.
3: I mean, if you see a nude on Twitter, you're just like, oh, it's fucking Twitter. Yeah. Oh, a nipple. <laughs> oh, a nipple. Yeah, if you saw a nipple before, it was like, it was like oh shit, it's a nipple. But you
1: know what? That's a good point because, so to bring us to uh, the Tory Lanez thing, right? And how we were talking about Tory Lanez radio yeah. and how he originally got kicked off how he got kicked off and they were saying that we'll let you have it back. We'll let you have your account back. As long as you keep it PG thirteen and what they consider is PG thirteen,
0: yeah.
1: Like, these girls are not wearing anything. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like this, this wouldn't be considered PG thirteen, ten years ago, a decade ago. No, you know what I mean. Not at all. Like the, what, what we, what they're considering PG thirteen? No yeah. way, no way in hell. So yeah. you, you, I mean, when, to to Mickey's point, you know what I mean. It's definitely evolving and becoming the. An, like just the norm.
3: Yeah, because now I mean, think about Tory Stink Club or is it uh, quarantine? Radio. Quarantine, quarantine radio. radio, right? Like that's gonna be normal in in a month.
1: Yeah,
3: shit, it's normal now. I mean, it's normal <laughs> now. It's part of your day.
1: <laughs> exactly. He's starting this off at four o'clock in the afternoon,
3: right? And nobody's monitoring his language, his content. Like it's happening. Even he doesn't know what's going to about to happen. But he's smoking nonstop stop backwards. <laughs> how many millions of followers or how many of the hundreds of thousands that are watching live are of age or underage or whatever. Like, it's just, it's it's the content we consume.
2: Monkey see, monkey do.
3: Indeed, indeed. Yeah, so I don't know. Times have changed.
2: Hey, man,
1: but I don't want to make sure that, I don't want to make it like Tori's out there doing a bad thing. Like, he's not. <laughs>
3: Tory,
1: it, 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 what Tori's doing is actually pretty fucking dope because he is not saying he's not encouraging these girls to come on Wearing what they're wearing, yeah, it's called a yeah, twerkathon. Yeah, he is. He's he. It's called a twerkathon, right? And he is he like, is "Yo, without saying it, he he." In a sense, but he his the word is that he's using is we we don't care about the size of your ass. We want to see creativity. He's, he's using words like it. creativity. You know what I'm saying? To kind of like balance to... it out. And he's rewarding these. He, and he's rewarding these girls. He's also you know mixing it up with things called the wild challenge. And he was like, anyone that has a talent. If you could sing, if you could dance, you could make the people just go, "Wow, we give you five thousand dollars, we give you five ten thousand so, dollars you know every day it goes and then you know he has certain artists that'll you know request in and and you know donate more money like I think Tiger one day donated five racks mm-hmm. um pretty nice uh pretty nice things they gave they donated a pretty little thing, pretty little thing, excuse me um they donated twenty racks.
3: 20,
1: yeah, twenty five, um, something like that. They like sponsored it. the whole and episode. He, yeah, and he also has a like a lyric challenge. now, obviously, this is just him marketing his um his new album or mixtape or whatever. And basically, he'll sing a lyric, and if you can finish it, you know what I mean. As uh, as much as you can finish, you know, whoever goes the longest obviously wins the thing. So he's still out there trying to make it, you know, and enter- still entertaining and keeping it at a very PG thirteen level. But I mean, obviously, that turkey. <laughs> Thon is on a whole nother level But
2: yeah. Ain't
1: nobody complaining We, we enjoying it It's entertainment
2: it, the, the ad-libs have me Oh crying. man Yo
1: I don't know who's doing the ad That
2: shit it, It's so ignorant <laughs> It is so funny Everything is 300k
3: <laughs> We ain't got time for that I thought he had drops Dude, We got time for that <laughs> For the first couple of times I thought he had drops Just ready to go I'm like How do you have drops for Whatever <laughs> <laughs> Yeah <laughs> nah, nah, it's, just, like, got it's just some guy like In the background Lizzo it's hilarious. Um have you guys noticed that Instagram is also now allowed uh, watching live and commenting from Instagram's yeah. online actual portal? Like you don't even need the extension anymore. Really? I yeah, didn't know that. You could just watch it now and you could comment as well. So why do they keep cutting motherfucker's off? <laughs> I mean, they're adapting to the how the content is coming out. I don't I just don't think they can fight the battle with the labels, yeah, because it's that's the labels. It's not Instagram. Oh, that's understandable. Instagram is fighting the fight, like, to to protect them, They're yeah. not protecting. You know, they got to protect themselves from the lawsuit. Like, I can only assume if Tory plays like a big record that is not his, or if it's from a certain label, that label is going to want to cut because that record got played on this big platform. Yeah, you, you know, people don't know like. Dude, stores in theory are supposed to subscribe to like big time um like state like different types of streaming stations. Yeah. Like legally, I and I'm putting myself on blast. But let's just say legally a, a, a retail store <laughs> mm-hmm. should I'm not just have <laughs> should not just have a Spotify account and stream and consider that okay
0: yeah.
3: for quote unquote retail entertainment it's supposed to be through this paid platform and you literally the the label is getting paid from that yeah you know more than your typical stream
2: yeah same thing with clubs clubs are supposed to pay if i if i um let's say i did whatever a club and i went to bmi is to my understanding that i can tell bmi or ascap or anybody like that that I play these songs and I own these songs, then they contact the club and the club has to write them a check. And BMI gives me that check or most of it. I think they take a little.
3: You're on. saying as an artist or as a as an artist, as an artist.
2: Yeah. Or, or if I do a live entertainment venue, you know, if I'm from Roddy rich and I go do, um, whatever the, uh, Staples center, mm-hmm. I can, I can tell BMI, I just did all my hits at the Staples Center. Go get that money. <laughs> they reach out to Staples Center and they chase people down to get the um, to get the money. That's crazy. Did, did not not um, know that. Yeah. So if you do clubs, and you're you can I mean you can forge it if you want. You can say Yo BMI. I just did all all these songs. You know all my hits only songs or with Sean Harris or Andre Cox. Yeah, but then you, you know? got
3: to make sure the club knows because if they hit get hit with that. No, invoice, the, the so clubs
2: like... the clubs have to. Um, in order, f- a part of them to be open to my understanding, to have like their they um, have to have that license. kind of license. <clears throat> yeah. So if any artist reaches out to them, or if if any company like BMI, ASCAP reaches out to them, they have to pay them. Yeah, it's it's a part of the whole shtick. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Speaking of uh, IG Live, did you guys catch the uh, RZA and Preem battle? Yeah.
1: Come on, man. You
3: yeah. already know what we did. Tuned in. All
1: the From way, start to finish. Who won? I mean, I'm going to give it to Prime, In my opinion, I'm going to give it to Prime. RZA did a lot better than I originally imagined. I already knew that RZA was going to play some shit that I wasn't even aware of.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. I just thought it was overall dope, man. To be yeah. honest with you, like it, it was just dope. It was it was great for
3: hip-hop. I won't say that. What about you guys? Who would you think won? I got preamed just because I think this goes back to um, who was the battle that maybe that first Swiss and, and uh, Timberland battle because I felt like there was a lot of records that Swiss and I could see the chat room. And I'm paying attention to that too. Like East Coast dudes just feel it different. When there's certain, like, Rough Rider songs or, like, East Coast rapper songs. Same with, like, Wu-Tang for me, like, no disrespect. Like, but they're just not—they didn't impact my childhood Mm -hmm. the same that some of those Primo records did. And that could also be because I hung out with Joe a lot. Listen. Mm -hmm. And a lot of Primo was around in Gangstar. Mm -hmm. And that was really the, like, foundation to my hip-hop, like, knowledge. Wu-Tang, given my first four out of my first six vinyls that I ever got, shout out to Roy. Uh, He sold me his turntables and and vinyl. You could call it vinyl collection. Six records. But they were all—it was all Wu-Tang shit and, uh, like, two other records. Mm -hmm. And and I just—I don't know. It didn't speak to me the same. Mm. But, obviously, I respect it. I have a different appreciation for music. I've done more research— but um, but yeah, I just saw like where there was times where people were really bigging up like a record like, oh my God, this was so huge when blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, I can't relate. But I do see like Primo's impact in a lot of different things for me. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I picked Riza, even though I thought Premiere on the surface had bigger records. But I was hoping Riza would um, surprise, surprise us with some stuff. Um, and then I also factored in um the anything from not anything but anything from the Cuban Lynx album. Mm. And um, I mean, arguably just about anything from 36 Chambers. Um so, and I and I knew like like woo gambinos, like I was like, oh, what's how do you how do you counter yeah, woo gambinos? Exactly. And then he did count. I was like, fuck. <laughs> everything he hit you with, everything Riza hit him with premier, I like, countered. Quite exceptionally well And But I yeah I think in the end Primo Edged them out I just didn't like that They waited to Fucking round 20, 73 Yeah bro To like, drop And that's So ghetto And triumph yo, And And that's my
1: point I think if,
2: if If If, no, if I
1: not, even, I, I would have left that Out of his 22 though Yeah um. See
3: what's crazy is Gravel Pit to me Spoke Spoke to me I, I don't know At whatever time I was consuming Like Records? Yeah. Like, that record's bigger to me than probably six songs he played before.
2: Yeah, see, that's more of a, I mean, it's more of a radio record, and it's, I think it's a catchier song, perhaps, um, compared to... But you wouldn't consider that more successful?
1: Well, the, no, not more than I mean what more than you say
2: it it probably some of the sold songs. more it probably sold more or it, it was a radio hit but then, a so yeah, yeah. Percent, a
3: song, so for the sake of the the discussion yeah you yeah, wouldn't yeah. play your most or I'm sorry, one of your more successful commercial records in a catalog battle
2: well, I, I'm, if I have to look at lyrically, where does that stand? well, it's not we're not, not
3: asking about lyrics,
2: but but we're looking at a whole body of work though so I'm looking at from the beat but to it's the a catalog lyrics. battle. I wouldn't. I didn't even consider. It for yeah, I
1: didn't. I, to be honest with you, I didn't think he was going to play it either. Yeah. I was surprised when he played it. And then, rightfully so, like, saw oh, shit, Premier he countered it. with a. Yeah, the Christina yeah, Aguirre, song Aguilera that one. So that. I was just like, and I, I wouldn't even is. think that Premier would play that. I don't sure. even think Premier would yeah. play it. That's like. But yeah. bringing bringing you to your point, man. I think if to me Rizzo either would have, in my opinion, would have tied or even won it if he had played Triumph. It's yours in his top twenty. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because I don't. I'm not. Yeah, I have Prem winning, but I don't have Prem blowing him out of the water. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I have him, you know, losing by a track or two or something like that. But had he take those those tracks that he played after the 20 rounds yeah. and incorporated it in within them, he definitely would have had the edge on, on Prime. For me, you know what I mean, yep. personally...
2: Um yeah, no, that was good. That it was, was, great, really, man. Really it good. was great. I was at in that moment because there was also the um fundraiser for DJ City for the first responders. Oh yeah. DJ uh, City yeah, v- yeah, yeah. doing their fundraiser. I was watching the fundraiser and the battle and practicing my cuts at the same time. Mm, so, multitasking. Yeah, so when Premier dropped his counter song, I'd say, Okay, cool. Put that on mute, go listen to whoever's DJing and Who I'll practice at the my time? cuts. To whoever was DJing, um, was it Chris Villa? Mm. Yeah, Chris I think it was that, Chris Villa. Slot. Yeah, so so I was practicing my cuss at Chris. Like, oh, okay, there, you know, RZA's about to play a new, new song. You know, all right, mute, go back practice my cuss of that shit. So yeah, that was a nice little Saturday evening.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it was it was dope, man. I I heavenly enjoyed it. Um, did,
2: did you guys see the um watch a bit of the fundraiser? The first I Risponder? did. I caught
1: yeah. um, Spider.
2: Just Blaze, we were talking.
1: Yeah, because I originally thought
3: Just Blaze was going to be first. With oh. all due respect to Spider. Come on. Yeah. Yo, I, fucks, I fucks, fucks with you, Spider. Speaking <laughs> of Spider, real quick, so we're talking about this whole like, you know, your kids cussing. He he did uh Spider was DJing on live. Mm-hmm. And he he some his his son will come around and get on the mic and sing some songs.
0: Yeah.
3: And <laughs> oh, man, he was dude, singing this. the box like <laughs> with his whole soul. Yeah. And when it got, just you know, when it got to so, uh, and they like, given this is gonna spider, sound, this spider is gonna sound son, really funny, Spider's son is half black. Okay, <laughs> exactly. I'm glad you said it and I didn't have to say it, but like, just for the record, like, if he said it, he'd have the past. <laughs> I suppose,
2: I suppose. Can you imagine someone knocking on Spider's door, like, hey man, your son ain't got the pass the fuck's wrong, <laughs> hey with man, it? yo,
3: like, hey, right? Until but like, I'm just saying, but shit. no, you could tell that he's being raised well because, he, you know, he like, he's like, uh, he, <laughs> <you're> like <laughs> he, he, just, he knows not to uh-huh. say certain stuff, but you can see Spider's face like, he's looking at about him, to like say boy, I wish you would. I get your mama
2: down here. I wish you would. I get your mama down yeah. here. But, um, son, this is the only thing you can do that I can do. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, oh my man. God! We're gonna see yeah, this yeah.
2: clip.
1: Um, I checked out Spider for a little bit because again, I, again, with all due respect to Spider, I had checked in because I originally they originally had Just Blaze going they on did. first. You really did have to say that they, though. Um, all right. But they changed it. Hey, I mean, I, listen, I'll be transparent. <laughs> checked in, but I, 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 but at the same time, I still stayed there and, and checked out Spider. Right, 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 part of right, right, right. set. Yeah, um, I checked out Spider, but the reason why I left. Again, the reason why I left is because Just Blaze was spinning on Do-Over. Right. Yeah. So I went to go look at uh, Just Blaze set over he at Do-Over. He doesn't
3: speak for us, nor does he uh, <laughs> you know, speak for our actions. So if he went...
1: Uh, hey, listen here, man. Um, so I went to go check out Just Blaze for a little bit and took this set. And then when I came back, I was watching... What's her name? Caper. Yes She's dope as fuck yeah. Yo I really enjoyed her set Yeah She's dope as fuck um, yeah, We
2: came close to getting her On the Mickey D show She's dope yeah, yeah yeah Bad scheduling
1: Um She oh, was and dope And she's
2: in England
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah Um She's dope I really enjoyed her set Um You can tell she's been at it For a minute If you If you You know if People who don't know Nothing about her Just her style You can tell that She's been at it a minute She did a lot of DJ AM-ish You know Very AM style Um and then I also checked out Revolutions as well. Oh, but yeah. then Rev I had a you.
3: crazy setup. Yo,
1: his setup was stupid. He had yeah.
3: multiple cameras everywhere. His yeah. his Serato screen. Man. I'm like, yo, what kind of like yeah, servers you got saying, set up?
2: He's got cameras
1: everywhere. He's exactly. Good. He yeah. So uh Rev's, Rev obviously Rev set was done um dope. And then I obviously um I think at the end of Rev set is when the Man. premiere and um
2: no, no Samantha, Samantha, it was, blaze it was, it was just Blaze. Then oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, right. No, no, no. Just it was blaze. Rev,
3: Revolution, and then it was Skills. Skills. After Skills, Skills it yeah. was just just Blaze. blaze.
1: So yeah. I didn't watch, I didn't watch Skills and Just Blaze because both of them were on IG earlier, and I caught part of what they were doing, and gotcha. they were doing something similar. So I was like, all right, I pretty much seen this already. So that's when I kind of checked out, checked some other DJs out before the premiere, mm-hmm. and um, uh, Rizza
2: uh, joint came on. Right. Yeah,
3: and then after that was Chris, Chris via, and then there was scene, scene scene close. Yeah, but there's
2: I don't know if everyone, anyone else experienced it, but I had technical issues with scene, like the video was very choppy, and and then they just cut him, like they cut it short. Mm. I'm assuming it was they were um, having issues with the Twitch or something, but but yeah, all in all, for a good cause, and I think it was a success. Yeah, Yeah. ton
3: of work, man. Ton of
2: work that goes into that stuff, and.
3: You know, for them to have um, cool little like buffer videos too. Shout out to yeah, they like T-Pain, commercials, Fat and shit. Joe, oh, Little yeah. John. Pit uh, who is there was bull. a pit bull. Yeah, you know what I mean, um, you know, give shout outs and and praise to to what's going on, and of course the first responders. Uh, you know, all going for a good cause to raise some yeah some money to help those uh, yeah, people out. So it was yeah. definitely dope. big ups to DJ City Beat Source. And that fundraising event. Um I guess Samantha Ronson was also one yeah. of the the people on there. Yep. Yeah. So dope.
2: Yeah. Um I'm saying this now Because I don't want to forget But we got to record those drops Those globalization <laughs> drops after this so she's going
3: to bring it up now can just it write up it now. in the notes Sorry. Yeah, this
2: is a commercial This is a commercial break Yeah
3: Yeah, make sure to go listen to us On uh, Sirius XM Pipple's uh, globalization yeah. Channel 13, Tuesdays 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Let me just get all that out right now. Yeah, yeah. There, uh,
2: E-Rock uh, su- uh, submitted the last mix Shout out to him Shout out to E-Rock, man And this week we have uh, Costa
3: Costa, Costa from Boston, what up, buddy?
2: Boston, Boston, and Rel, right? Yes. Yep. Rel back to back with Costa.
3: Costa hasn't jumped off the ledge since the Brady announcement. Man, yeah. My yo, you know
2: head. what's funny, bro? And because
1: I don't, I don't know Costa like that on a personal level. When we were in Boston and we were having that conversation, and you asked him, and you were like, "So, what do you think? You think Brady's going to stay?" and he was like yeah man i was like you're out of your fucking mind bro i <laughs> said and i said it. y'all standing there and i was like and I, but my thing was i thought he was going to go to um the chargers i thought he wanted to come to la
3: yeah. right
1: um and i was like obviously he's not going to go to the rams and i knew the chargers were trying to get rid of really uh, get rid of philip rivers um, so I was like, he's going to go to L.A. And he was like, you're crazy. like. And I'm like, all right, man. I was like, listen, he may not go to L.A., but I highly doubted if he's going to stay in New England. Yeah, right. Man, I wanted to hit Costa. i was so <laughs> bad. But I was like, you know what? I don't know him well enough to really. And I, well, I considered
2: of, hitting him up too, but I'm like, no, he's probably got 30 people hitting yeah, him up. Like, and, like it's his was, birthday. And based
1: off of how you expressed to me about how much of a Brady fan he is, and I was like, maybe I, I shouldn't add that. more fuel to the fire. And I was no. like, ah, let me, um, let me not do that. Yeah. I'm already from New York. I'm a Knicks fan and a Giants fan. He already don't
3: like me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't, don't. don't. <laughs> I didn't want to, yeah, I didn't want to do not throw a salt in but, the room, man.
1: Hey, but listen, you know, Kosta and I get to DJ on uh, on the radio tomorrow. There you a-
2: go. Also, some announcements on Rel dropped a new mix with uh, his boo. Yep. Um, Rel What's and Rose, volume two. Rel and Rose?
3: Rel and Rose, volume two.
2: Rel, Rose.
3: I have that on my must listen list. Yeah. Still going through it yeah couple, man it's the vibes yeah trying to finish uh shout out to Peso he sent me his mix oh yeah oh nice oh, yeah. so I'm still trying to finish that it's a lot of energy
1: yeah <laughs> oh yeah i can only
3: take so that.
2: much and <laughs> <'cause laughs> it's like an hour and a half long huh
3: it's just doosh, doosh, yeah. Doosh.
2: yeah it's in your face which is yeah <laughs> um and uh do you have you figured out your double down mix date yet i I submitted
3: Oh, uh, We're just waiting for them to give you a date. There, you know, the date is tomorrow from when this airs.
2: Okay. So,
3: so Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday.
2: Right on. No. Right on. Yeah. And, Perfect time. And uh, I have. Um, don't do judge me on next. my
3: music selection.
2: <laughs> just fair warning.
3: No, well, we, we, no we all we you don't, guys don't. all we all went creative. All right, we, we, mean, yeah, just here. Yeah.
2: yeah,
3: yeah. The eighties mix. I yeah. did a 90's Night at the Roxbury theme Yeah I saw that So yep. it's very poppy Something hey, different Man
2: people Those are good vibes Right now Yeah so you know just Those vibes will put A smile on your face Did
3: you just grab my ass Alright cool
2: Yeah uh, From where I'm standing It's a physical impossibility <laughs>
3: Touche Touche
2: um, yeah. I have a new remix Out this week uh, I flipped uh, Meet Me Halfway By the Black Eyed Peas Oh mm, shit and Fucks with that song Shout out to uh, Again Think White Girl Singing um, and shout out to Masu. We got a re- oh, not a re- we got an original coming out. I don't know if it's this week or what, but I'm putting it out there. That, uh, there is something coming out. Dope. So that'll be uh, that'll be some fire.
3: Don't put some fuel in your butt to put it out. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, we're really in no rush, but hey. Um, and uh, yeah, that's it for the announcements.
3: Any plans to go live?
2: Rel went live.
3: I did. Oh, I
1: yeah, a real live. I did. I went live on um, my the residency that I have at the room here in Hollywood, cherry popping on now Wednesdays. Now you got a
2: residency
1: in the room. Yeah, now a residency in the room. And um and they asked me. You shout out to every, you know shout out to everybody at Cherry Poppin, uh, Monica Payne, KG Superstar, DJ Tendaji. Um, they asked me when they first started doing it because you, obviously you guys noticed that a lot of the club nights or whatever they're still. Yep continuing to do their nights but obviously they're doing it from the DJ's um, bedroom or room or studio or whatever um, so they've been doing the same thing for the last couple of weeks and they hit me up the first week they wanted to do it they're like yo you wanna do it nah man I ain't doing it the, but the reason why I didn't wanna do it is because I didn't have my rig in and, and I was like I didn't wanna come up there sounding very like and it was already after the IG Live thing had started to go it started to catch some steam yeah I was just like, I don't want to come up there my first time and sound very, you know, amateurish, like, or whatever. At least let me get my rig and have my sound quality yeah. up yeah. to par. So I, was, I told them, I was like, yo, listen. I was like, I don't feel comfortable going. Um, I don't have my proper inter- interface for the sound, and I'd rather not give you guys a shitty performance. Um, so, you know, just let me get that in, and then, you know, we'll take off. And then it, it came in, and a couple weeks went by, and then they asked me, and they asked me, like, I want to say the day over, the day before or whatever. Like, yo, you want to jump on? And I was like, fuck it. Why not? Like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, jumped on. I was originally supposed to just do an hour, but I did about an hour and a half or a little longer than an hour and a half. Um, and it was dope. Way better than I expected it to be. Yeah. I, I went in there with very little expectations, if any. Yeah. And, um, and it surpassed that. And I was like, it you was know. cool. It was, it was really dope. Um, Shout out to everyone that's been doing this shit consistently because, um, you know, as DJs, we feed off, and I guess I'll speak for myself personally, I feed off the energy of the crowd. So you get that energy and you get it. Yeah. And I always thought that it wouldn't, one, I wouldn't receive that same energy. So it would just be like me DJing in my room, kind of like, uh, you know, it's not really the same unless you're pra- specifically practicing on something. Yeah. Um, And the same thing I thought, because I'm not someone that's heavily into... The wordplay or the tone play stuff like that—that yeah. that the way I DJ wouldn't translate well over IG Live. Yeah. Um, and I was completely wrong about both of those things. <laughs> like, you know, just seeing the comments, I have my—I put my live on my phone, but then I have my iPad to look at like the comments and shit like yeah. that or whatever. Gotcha. So, and people checked in. People that like, I didn't even expect that was going to check in. Mickey checked in. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony Hansen checked in. Oh yeah, um, I
3: sent. I sent. Yeah, I had people
1: like come in and check in. It was dope, man. Like everyone, Erica checked in. She checked in mad late though, but she still checked in, so I appreciate her. Um, But it was dope. The numbers were better than I expected, and probably some of the better ones than they've expected in the the last couple of weeks they've been doing it. Um, So yeah, shout out to everyone that checked in. I had a good time. It was fun. I was tipsy, I was sweating. Uh, it, was, it was literally like being at the at the spot, you know what I mean, and having a good time. So it was dope, man. Like, anyone who's iffy about doing it or having, you know, whatever going on in their head about doing it, do it, man. Just fuck it. You know, it it, it was better than, like I said, better than I expected, and I had fun doing it. Yeah. Those I'll probably are, do it again. I'll probably do it again. On your own? Probably on my own. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do it on my own page. I
2: know.
3: Yeah. There you go. I we'll think... You know, we'll see. Maybe uh, it's in our future. We've definitely discussed it. And, you know, we're fortunate enough to... We'll just put it in the universe that, you know, we're in early stages to get a brand involved for us to do something. And so... Yeah. If we can get that kind of close through, that'd be a great, great little thing for us.
2: Yeah. um, You know, speaking of clubs, DJs going live on clubs. Now, this is in regards to uh, bigger clubs as opposed to the room, which is a small, more intimate yeah. situation. But some of the bigger clubs ha- are having, um, you know, well-known top 40 DJs mm-hmm. um, do sets on the club's um, Instagram account. And um, I haven't tuned into all of them. Um, actually, I don't t- technically I haven't tuned into any of them that are live from the club feed, uh, from the club account. But do you guys think that... Um, if there's a low number, a low turnout in viewership or viewers in the moment, while this DJ, this quote unquote headliner, is DJing um, on the live feed, do you think this exposes what they're what they really bring to the table in regards to getting people to come out to the club? You know, when this is all said and done,
1: I I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you don't this know is or no? no, 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 yeah. I don't think this is gonna expose them because it's not fair to judge them off of this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Again, just going back to my point of maybe their style of DJing doesn't transfer well over that. You know what I mean? Because you're not think about being in a club atmosphere scenario. You know what I mean? You're at the club, you're chilling, you're listening to you know one of the top top forty DJs yeah. that's out there or whatever. There's multiple things to distract you if a DJ is in a certain vibe or something like that that maybe doesn't vibe well with you or whatever the case is. You could be drinking, you could be chopping it up with your friends, whatever. You're in that atmosphere. So it doesn't mean that, you know, this DJ is not good. It's just what they're playing right now is not is not um not in your opinion good or whatever. Yeah. Right. But when you're on IG Live, all eyes are on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially in this case where we're practicing social distancing so if well we're not practicing but um <laughs> you're not there with anybody so all eyes are on you so if you play something if you're in a bag where it's just like if you're in a bag that's like I right, this is not my bag I'm gonna check out and then I'm gonna come back later Yeah, you know what I mean it's literally like bar hopping Yeah, you know what I'm saying or club hopping so he's like alright I'm gonna check think about a quarter of these people walked in the, the club looks packed And then you get into a certain bag and then that quarter people want to go check out the next spot and see what that DJ's playing. So you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's hard to judge those people off those numbers because those numbers constantly fluctuate up and down even if they don't, even if their peak number is not high. It could just be like, I checked in for like a minute and then I checked out. And that happens multiple times from what I've noticed. So I think it's hard to judge these big guys who have, uh, you know, these big DJs, excuse me, um, that have a huge following but when they go on IG their numbers are not as promising as you'd expect. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's kind of hard to to judge those, um, that factor into yeah. it. And I don't think it's going to hurt them.
2: I just think when this is all said and done, the ball's going to be in the club's court and they'll they'll tell their, the more expensive guys, um, no, this is what we have and the agent's going to do everything in their power to get them to pay more. But all they have to do is tell the agent, they can use this they can you put use pull this card out of their back pocket and say, Your guy got no more viewers than this guy, and there's about a three thousand dollar difference or whatever, a couple thousand dollar difference? Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna pay you X amount because, because he, he you know, when, when it's all said and done, there's no difference between you two, both are great DJs, you guys just have a different amount of followers. Yeah, you know, X so many people, the same amount of people that are coming out to see. This guy that's $3,000, 4000 cheaper mm-hmm. is the same amount. He, he, you guys are drawing the same amount of people. Yeah. So why should I pay you more? And it just shows. I'm not saying, I'm not encouraging clubs to do this, but they will have this in their back pocket. Yeah. It just the, shows that. I think that, people
3: are going to use it as a reference, but I don't think yeah. that's what they're going to bring up. Like, as a, sorry to cut you off, but like, mm-hmm. I think it typically what you're going to see is like one, one viewer on live per thousand followers you have.
0: Yeah.
3: That's like a realistic like conversion rate mm-hmm. when it comes to to how many people are gonna be on your live, I think.
0: Yeah. You if, said how many? What's like, the ratio? Like
3: one to one and a half viewers per, viewers. per thousand followers. I think is a realistic conversion. Yeah. Now
1: yeah. I can say I one to five, yeah.
3: If if you just go live. And I'm talking same day announcement. Yeah. But if you build it up, you create an event. Right? Yeah. And I, uh, I put think, some anticipation I think behind I've it. Given her her flowers a couple of times here, but Angie V has grown her followership crazy over yeah. this time. I want to say like twenty thousand followers or something. Nice. Like that. That's crazy. And her viewership just continuous continues to grow. When we first when I first brought her up, she was hitting seven, eight, nine hundred viewers. Now it's looking like. 1100 1200 1300 whatever at the time yeah i could be wrong on that because i haven't checked in in a while mm-hmm. but what i do always see is like yesterday she did like uh timbaland versus the neptunes yeah right just playing their stuff cool uh one day she did like y2k the other the, today i think she did something like um soundtracks
0: yeah like mm-hmm.
3: she she and she'll dress up the the, the, the spot yeah she'll like her <laughs> she place will get decorated over, yeah. She will dress up. You know what I mean? Like, she's putting effort into how to present this stuff. Yeah. Now, those, you'd expect a higher conversion rate. You know, those things. So, I think it just comes down to that. And it also comes down to how often. Like, yeah. if you're on every day for 10 hours, 12 hours, like, yo, like, chill. Because, mm-hmm. number one, we know, like, yeah, you might not repeat a song that day. But, like, you're going to repeat it in the week. So, if I tune in and I see you do the same things you were doing last week, like, how how hyped am I going to be to go see you do the same routine over and over again or same mixed transitions? Um, I think that also plays a role as well in that viewership. So, yeah. um, but to to go back to why I said no so, so confidently is because there's so many elements in the club environment that don't translate over the internet.
0: Yeah.
3: Like… My biggest difference between what I can do at a club and um, and playing at a physical club versus uh, going on IG live of any kind is I have a lot of clients who like to buy tables. Sure, that's
2: and I think that's the X factor is when, is when it comes to bottle sales. If you know if you want to want to sell some bottles and you want um, a DJ, that's going to get the job done. And not to I mean, not to make it sound like that's all you can do, but yeah. Mickey if you want a solid job and you want to sell bottles but then there are uh, there are some guys that can't sell bottles and they are solid the only difference between them and the guy below them is the guy below them has 10,000 less followers you know equal brands 10,000 less followers or so so And I'm going to continue to play devil's advocate for the sake of this conversation. Sure. And I'm going to continue to argue that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to either that guy with either that guy with the bigger following drops his rate or I'm going to go with this guy uh, or, or, you know, drops his rate to the X amount. If not, this guy will, will be just fine. I won't skip a beat.
3: I think it just comes down to like, who's a ticket seller. Like, not every Arguing DJ. We're not, a, none
2: of us are ticket sellers. Yeah. No, I, I, mean, did, I, would, I would even. Yeah. If your yeah,
1: DJ would, is a selling point, then. You even know, that, produce, that some that producers aren't ticket sellers. Yeah.
2: You know?
3: Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I think, I don't think. It also comes down to how it's all set up, right? Like, if you're on the club's Instagram and, and, and you're on their account because they want to drive traffic there, like, sure, it's going to look a certain way um in regards to like what the viewership potential could be um and then if you do it on your own it just comes down to how how it's promoted how it's marketed yeah i feel like a club instagram account would get more viewers than an individual's brand yeah. because the club more than likely let's just get, uh, for example live in miami right Everybody knows about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a staple uh, of Miami. And I'm sure, well, for the sake of this conversation, how many followers does Liv have? Um,
2: you know, they did their own bingo. Did they? Yeah, before we did it. That's tight. Yeah. I wasn't about it. Have, do you, do seen, you, have okay. you seen, have you seen
3: why he, oh, go 321,000 followers. Okay. Okay. Do you think they've had 321,000 individual people go through there? Possibly. I, I don't want to like try and say it, but like definitely not on a weekly basis.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't live. It was Eleven that did bingo. Their own bingo.
3: Got you. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That probably was a fun bingo.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. Someone sent it to me. I was like, oh shit, this is really good. <laughs> yeah. But apparently they've been killing their marketing since this whole quarantine sh- Eleven. But we'll go ahead.
3: Yeah. So 321,000 followers. Oh, they for
2: sure had more than... Right, that walk through that those so doors. yeah
3: through those doors right so then but how many people have not even gone to live but they follow live yep yeah right a lot. so a lot. a lot so this is their opportunity to go there yeah in a way
2: yeah you know
3: what I mean like
2: or be a part of their what yeah their brand to participate yeah like part to
3: listen it. to somebody oh that a, a resident or a a highlighted guest of live yeah. you know what I mean like this is their opportunity to to do those things and partake in those things. So I don't know, just different ways to build on stuff.
2: Yeah. I'm wondering, I wonder if DJs that are part of agencies will drop out of the agencies when this is all said and done. And I'm also wondering on the other side of that, are they going to double down and say, get me work? I need it more than ever. Obviously the agent wants all their guys to work because they get a commission, but I'm curious to see what happens with those guys. Do they stay on board or do they jump ship? This is where the DJs that have been creating their own relationships with bookers and other DJs that handle bookings and et cetera, this is where you guys, I think, will have um, an advantage, if anything, a slight advantage um, when this is all said and done because you have your relationships with these bookers and and these individuals as opposed to having someone chasing these bookings down because they're going to look out for their own yeah when it you know the the club owners they're gonna look they're gonna look out for their own and they're gonna go with local guys because it'll be a, it'll be cheaper mm. you know so yeah i'm I'm just curious to see how this plays out for the agency guys and for the agencies you know the agencies probably let go a number of their agents, so you, you're probably being reduced to two or three people on the staff yeah you know? imagine all the agencies out there that pay multiple. Uh, people to um, go get bookings for them.
3: Definitely puts you in perspective to like how efficient you can be with less, you know? Like mm-hmm. this this yeah. uh, opportunity slowing things down and, and understanding what you can manage and what you can handle. Yeah. But yeah, I think it'll be an interesting way that everybody handles whatever, whatever comes next.
1: Yeah. Have you seen any DJs um, who have done a club night on IG Live, but did it from their personal account as opposed to the club's account? Yeah. You have? And then, yeah. were the, n- the numbers similar or did you see I a don't, significant difference?
2: I've, no, It was there was a difference. I just feel like they should do it from the club.
1: I agree too. I think they should do it Un- from the club. Unless
2: you're Angie V. See, See, if I were Angie V, and maybe she's already doing this, but I, and I, I see she's got a festival thing coming up yeah um, with groove, some with some Cruise. very respectable names yeah groove crews but if i were her i would i would reach out to these clubs or maybe they're reaching out to me but i would negotiate some some um some sit- bookings that when this is all said and done oh yeah absolutely like you see what oh, numbers sure. i am doing yeah i'm i'm bringing quadruple and whatever numbers that you do yeah. with producer with big names that have hundreds of thousands of followers you know I can go live from your feed, not guaranteeing it'll be my numbers because I got to get all my people over to your feed. But it benefits you and, and it's I'm sure it'll be bigger than what you already have. So let's work something out to where, you know, I get a I get a residency out of this or a book or some bookings out of this when it's all said and done. I would follow her, I'd be thinking in or DJs that are like that, I'd be thinking in that space. Like I'm Miles sure Medina. She is. Miles Medina had a really good turnout when he went live.
1: Man. Miles body that shit yeah. too, bro. Oh, my yeah. God.
2: So, you know, I, I'd be in that creative space trying to work that out for myself if I was them. And, and again, I'm also, if I'm Angie V, I'm also looking to, I'm also going to talk to agencies and see what you can do for me. Because t- 99% of the time, we're reaching out to Asians. You know, maybe not yeah. 99% of the time, but it feels like it. So now I want to know, oh, oh, you, you, you have to want me. Yeah. With the numbers I'm pulling And what I'm doing You're going to want me When this is all Said and done You know True Because true, this is true. like This can be guaranteed bookings Because of what I'm doing In just for, With just people sitting at home You know Yeah She can create that argument mm. Yeah I
3: think that definitely The, the pros of it uh, Outweigh How many there's like How many cons there are In this situation yeah. As far as like leverage And opportunities For the future When this is all said and done Yeah. So,
2: yeah. And, and I would just, um, before we get out of here, I would just encourage DJs to figure out different ways to challenge yourself. If, you know, if you wanted, there's a number of reasons to do a live stream and more power to you. But, you know, it might be, it might be, um, time for something new to evolve. Um, doesn't have to be completely different from a live stream, but might be time for a change in the Insta world. So I would challenge DJs to, um, to do something try and create something different, and and be, you know, the the originator of that moving forward, and having everyone else jump on what you got going
1: on. Yeah, Andre asked me that last night. He uh, hit me up, and he was like, "Yo, how was it set or whatever?" And I was like, "It's dope." He was like, "You gonna go on your own, on your own page?" And I was like, "I gotta find a, I gotta find a way to finesse it yeah. differently. at you know, to to get on there and like really make it impact the way that." I know that I'm capable of doing and, and whatnot.
2: Yeah, and you know, that's that's no shot at anybody that just wants no, to go yeah. live for fun. No, I just fun. want to do, do different, yeah. Bella Fiasco tweeted she was real hesitant about going live, and she was, I think she said she was self-conscious about it, and when yeah. she went live, it was like bliss. It was the best feeling in the world, and so I I commend her and, and all those DJs that are doing it just to feel some type of happiness, you know, or or just maybe you're getting over a an insecurity or fear or something, so... For sure, I encourage those guys to continue to do so. But for the the creatives out there that are trying to think next thing, you know, just, I'm just trying to throw some fuel in your fire and yeah. you know, try and get you to.
1: Shout out to Bella, man, because she's consistent with it. They kick her ass off like 10 times. Yeah, so she'll I was come right say, back on.
3: You got kicked <laughs> off once?
1: I got, so during my set, I got kicked off once. Yeah, I got kicked off right at early. Oh. It, was, it was my last set. I mean my last song and they like finally kicked me off but that was towards the end of my last song but yeah early but my boy Tendaji who went on before me he only did an hour but he got kicked off like three or four times like mm-hmm. he was getting kicked off and and I was trying to figure out what it was that he was playing that maybe was getting kicked off but it was it was random so I was like I couldn't you know I couldn't uh, narrow it down
2: you know Instagram might be delaying their kickoffs they might say they might have it in their system kick him off three minutes from now he played a Drake song as opposed to doing oh, it right. Because yeah, sure they might think you, yeah, yeah. you'll be hip to what you're getting kicked off for.
1: Yeah, true. That's possible. Um, yeah, I mean, I tried to stay away from, like, any major artist that I knew for sure. I was like, if I play, I'm getting kicked off for sure. Yeah. But I got kicked off once, kind of. Yeah, it was, like, kind of early within my set. I want to say, like, 15 minutes-ish um, yeah. into my set, and I kicked off. But, like I said, after that, it it was on. It stayed on. So that's what I'm saying. It's it's so inconsistent with the way they kick it off that it's hard to uh, to narrow it down to like how they um what's the strategy behind it on how they kick you off or why they kick you off. Yeah. So. Yeah.
3: And Twitch is like not that much any. Well, my understanding is what will happen is they'll still let you rock, but when the the archived video is a backup, they'll silence the songs. Oh, interesting. Uh, on the replay, at least so will let you go. Because like I, I went, because I listened to um Jay Espinoza's, and and there was like two gaps, mm. two big gaps uh, huh? of see. music that wasn't allowed. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll see where right. where this all goes. Yeah, and
2: uh
1: well, yeah, I don't think Joe answered it. If you would, what? if you ever plan on going
3: through an, oh
2: no, not anytime soon. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Unless there's a
3: check. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. We'll talk. Talk to
3: my see if people. If we, we'll, we'll, we'll see.
1: Well, I mean, Joe. Joe's see if we out, can get you drunk. Joe's putting out content. So i mean I'm putting out content. Yeah, yeah, I, like, yeah, other he's stuff putting out mixes. He's got videos. I'm, he's got I'm remixes. Really, yeah. yeah.
2: There's my, my head's in a different place. That's, that's why.
1: Yeah. And I told Wifey the same thing. I was like, you know, we're we've decided to put out mixes. You know, I was, you know I did the double down. We got the radio show. Um her yeah. and I got
3: we got enough. Like I'm I'm like plenty. I am
1: still putting out content. I'm yeah. still putting out videos like scratch videos or whatever. Um so that's that was another reason why I wasn't in a rush to get on IG Live. Yeah. Like I think I probably would have felt more pressure to do it if I wasn't putting out content at all. Right. Yeah. And I probably would have been like, all right, the people need to know that I'm still here. Right. You know what I mean? But I am putting shit out there. So I think that's why I'm like, uh, eh, you know. I'm in my bag right now. I'm
2: happy. Listen, man, as, as time goes, even though it's like taking a long time to get through the days, like we're all, our thoughts are changing. You know? Oh, yeah. Initially, absolutely. we were like, nah, hell no, I ain't going. And then it's like, eh, maybe. <laughs> I'm, now now I'm we're, we're with live the idea. Mickey, I can see the wheels turning in Mickey's head. You know, I would go live. Mickey, if, I if think this yeah. and that were. were Mickey, to I think happen. you should go live, man. Um, if I go, it's Twitch. It's not. Well, I'm saying well, well, like whatever, just stream. a general stream. Yeah. yeah, but my point is, we're we're all like figuring out ways to to be creative, and even if it's going against what we said, you know, we're 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 all the wheels we're are human. turning for yeah. all of us. It's just in our natural habitat to just be creative, and you know, creators will create.
3: I mean, I want to just do it in here. Um, that's not pause right now, um, but like I want to <laughs> do like the whole like green screen. Yeah these lights. Yeah. Like, you know, fucking do some crazy shit.
1: And that's the thing. And, and, and to bring it back to your point of like, like, you know, trying to do more with less. And then there's certain people that have, that have the ability or have the resources to get certain production, you know, production products, like a green screen and really like go above and beyond with the, with the visuals. And it's just like, that's discouraging I think that might come off Discouraging to certain people Because they'd be like Damn how do I compete with that Yeah, You know what I'm saying Like how do I do something different That's going to be As elite as that you, you know could, what I mean Yeah
2: yeah. And, and this isn't towards you But those people can Find a reason to not do A lot of things Yeah absolutely They
1: easily discourage themselves
2: Yeah yeah yeah, yeah absolutely Oh, but but you know he did this or but no, just just, just do, do it, just do it, just do it. Yeah, and man. then and, and then you can evolve it. Yeah, I just at, at this
1: point, no one has anything to lose. No, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like we just had the discussion about the big name DJs not getting the numbers that you know we would, you know, people would expect them to get. But you know they're still doing it.
0: Yeah,
1: you know what I mean. Like they're still out there. They don't to give a shit. Cool. Yeah. If there are five people, they're like, let's get this room to ten people, and you yeah. know they try to like encourage the people and have a good time. That are in there Checking them out So It's dope man um,
2: Someone said um, Someone said on Twitter um, A few months ago We were telling We were telling people No requests Now we're saying Yo about to go live in 15 Who wants What do you want to hear, wanna hear? hear, hear. <laughs> What you want to hear yeah. <laughs> Oh, times. Um,
1: yeah change. I definitely made a point Not to say that I've, I've heard a lot of DJs say that And mm. I was just like Nah fuck that I'm going to play what I want to play You know what I mean yeah. like, There's a reason why You're tuned into this channel Specifically to see what I would choose to play at this time or whatever. So you're going on Twitch, and then if you pay
3: five bucks, I'm playing your song within five minutes. Mm. Hey, I mean, listen, if if, if you donating money, then you know I might re- <laughs> I might reconsider that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> shit. You
1: know, times is hard. Twelve hundred only gonna last so long. <laughs> uh-huh. Shit, that twelve hundred gonna be damn. That's, that's a thing. Twelve hundred
2: gone before it came. That's got to be a thing out there somewhere in the Insta world right now. It's paying paying DJs or whoever tastemakers. To play their shit live. Just
1: speaking of that, speaking of that, I don't think we ever touched on this. Pause. Um, mm. Before we close out, how do you guys feel about DJs putting like their Vemos and and um, like cash apps on their thing?
2: I, I I understand. I'm I'm not in a place to judge. It is it is what it is. It's, yeah. it's unfortunate. I hate to see any of us do it. You got to do what you got to do. no
1: nah, I feel you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like you said, I think it's all about perspective. You know, it could come off like you you begging for money, but then at a the time. You who's not above being like asking for money because you're providing a service.
0: Yeah. So
1: I mean, it's hard. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't opposed to it. People were on my head last night, like, why do you have your Venmo up there? And I'm just like, nah, that's not. Yeah. This is not why I'm doing this. You know what I mean? Right. Um. So.
2: Yeah, it's understandable.
3: I'm looking up green
1: screens. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, man. Hey, let me know when you get that, cause. I'll come do an IG
3: live on your shit. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna oh, move, move the whole shit in here and just, cause uh, here's the funny thing Mag Park is equipped fully. Like, you, we don't show them, but like, there's club speakers in this bitch. Yeah. Hey, like, maybe we can do a, a, a Mickey D's, uh, Mickey D's uh, IG alive. live, you know, yeah. go
1: live into a show.
3: Bro, we get a green screen, and I'll bring another computer to like process the whole
2: thing. Yeah. Make it, a,
3: and we got like the craziest internet. So it's set up for like something dope.
2: Yeah, we got a videographer. <laughs> Sean, that's the wrong attitude. Okay, the wrong attitude. Please. Sean, don't
1: want to see nobody prosper.
2: <laughs> Jesus. One time. One, one time be on our team, Sean. <laughs> Ain't you got your own editors? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's good. That's oh, good. Man. <laughs> And it
3: was hot. <laughs> so why the fuck are you telling me? <laughs> Yo, your tone was crazy. I'll fucking leave. For those I that was, don't know would, what the hell
2: is going on, I was I, hacked.
3: I was fucking crying.
1: I was like, "Yo, he
0: hot. Why is he
1: hot?" For
2: those that don't know what's going on, I sent yep. a message to our group chat that involves Andre Harris. And our videographer. And and I said, Yo, Mickey, um, we got set up a Zoom interview with this with this artist and blah, 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 for Mickey D's radio. And I s you know, and I started to send out with Mickey. And then what was your response? I'm trying to look for the convo right now. What was your response, Sean? Don't they have don't, hey, they, have this for own, own, don't they have their
1: own uh, <laughs> editors? And... Oh,
2: okay, I said I said, Mickey uh, was just thinking if any editing needs to be done to the video on Zoom with our guests, it's probably easiest if you record it. So if you record the clip and, and then you can clip, you know, edit it after because <laughs> Mickey has the, uh, the software to edit videos. And Sean responds, you guys are doing a Zoom pod uh, this week. And I said, no, Phenom just asked us to interview an artist on, um, via, uh, tomorrow via Zoom. Um, we're still re- meeting on Thursday for the pod. Sean says, "Is this for SiriusXM?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "So why are you telling me for? Don't they have their own editors?" <laughs> and I called Bro, him. I, I called Sean. I said, say, "All right, wait. There's clearly a miscommunication. I said, "Bro, I I, I, I said Mickey first off." <laughs> I said, like, "Yo, you Second, know you not talking, talking to you."
3: To you. <laughs> Yo, y'all thought I was sassy.
2: No, that's just a misunderstanding. That's no, that was sassy. No, that would that's just uh, all
3: right, yeah,
2: yeah, that's he was perturbed,
3: he was inebriated. Did you have any sassy
2: moments this week? We can share,
3: no, I don't think so. Maybe, I so. probably. I mean, I'm due probably, for it. You him.
2: know, when you, it's you just, just who you are. At this no, point, it's just who I am. It. Yeah. I know. know. There's nothing out of normal. All right. Mickey's Sorry. continuing to be normal. Yeah. And we're continuing this part for no reason. Don't, so, don't
3: let me get a green screen. You can see how sassy I get.
2: <laughs> on that note, <laughs> on that yeah. note, on that episode. note uh, episode 42 in the books, uh, check us out, Globalization, Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Yes, sir. Ben East Coast. Yep, yep. And we are out of
0: here. Peace. Peace. Peace.